This is No BS Job Search Advice Radio, episode 1682. I'm your host, Jeff Altman, the big game hunter, and welcome. There'll be a few more shows this year. I'm going to be taking off after the show on the 24th, returning probably the Monday after New Year's. And today's show is about it's for those of you who are consulting and considering a switch to full-time and some of the challenges you face and how you deal with them. Hope you find this helpful and give it a great review, and let's get going, okay? You're a consultant or a long-term temp or a contractor, and you're trying to switch to full-time work on the staff of a firm rather than going as a nomad from place to place. How do you approach that? What sort of challenges do you face? Now, let me speak to a few of them. There are many, many more, but I want to talk with you about a few major ones. The first thing is on your resume. Often your assignments are relatively short term, three months here, six months there. You know, your first uh, contact with an organization may not be a direct one, meaning you're not going to be introduced to a hiring manager. You may apply to something through an applicant tracking system. By the way, never, ever apply for a job through an applicant tracking system. I've dealt with that in other videos, but if you're crazy enough to do it, God bless you. And, you know, you need to address how the resume is going to be looked at by the system, which is you're going to look like a job hopper to them. So the easiest way to address that is by having a category above all your consulting assignments that says consultant and flush right, it has all the dates. Now, the consultant and the date of the aggregated consulting experience uh, might be in a larger font than the rest of the resume. So let's say it's consultant, um, May 2010 to present. What you're doing is demonstrating that what they're seeing during that period of time is consulting assignments rather than you got bounced from place to place. The systems will pick up on that. The other dates won't be problematic because they're going to see that first date, and that's the one they're going to attach to as they as the system parses the resume. So again, aggregate all your consulting work into one category that says consultant so that you're not bounced out by systems or a busy HR person reads your resume or a busy hiring manager reads your resume and goes, this person's had a lot of jobs. Okay. And if you don't think they do it, you're mistaken. So that's one simple way to get around that. Next. And this is a more complicated one. There's no simple answer to it. Uh, and th- this issue is the one that, you know, often you're brought in as a consultant to be a doer rather than someone who manages people who who do. So I'm picking a, a particular number for the sake of simplicity. Let's say you're a $70 an hour person. That translates into about 140000 a year. By that time in an institution... They expect that you've managed people and resources and done some budgeting work. Uh, and that's generally not the kind of work that you're doing. You're doing staff-related work. So you need to learn to be a little flexible about compensation. After all, they're paying the, the lion's share of your benefits. You're getting paid vacation. You're not going to get 140. You're more likely going to get 
115 to 125. I know, I know, I know. But firms are going to try and chop you down into a price range that fits the work that you do. And you need to start looking at the value of those benefits that they're paying for, like your two weeks vacation. At 70 an hour, 140000 a year, I'm going to work on simply here. Let's say that's $2,700 a week in paid money that you're getting. Two weeks vacation, you know, it's there's a, a nice lump in there. Plus the value of their part of paying for the benefits and your sick time. And suddenly those numbers add up in terms of value at the rate of $2,700 a week. So, uh, they start looking at those numbers, and you need to recognize those numbers as well. So learn what your baseline is uh, in terms of compensation. And if you say it's 135, be prepared for a longer job search. It's okay. You're entitled to make those choices just like they are. But you'll need to be, be prepared uh, for a longer job search or look for that company that pays highly for technical talent. That's okay. Or or doer-level talent. It's okay. It may take you longer, and that's the way it goes. Uh, lastly, and this is another big one, and this is one that really is only done in person uh, or at the time of the phone interview. And, and I'm reminded of this because I have a friend who's looking to move from a, a role where he's been a chef for a number of years to a role where he'd be running an, an organization for um, a farm. Uh, and I know, it, without getting into details, it's a job that makes sense for him. And you know, the question invariably comes up, why would you want to do this? And for you who's been a consultant, it's, are you sure you want to, you want to become a staff person instead of staying a consultant? Why? And that's the big question that even if they don't ask, they're going to ask. Uh, ask themselves and maybe not you. Now, if they ask you, you need to drop your voice and slow your speech. Remember, interviewing involves acting. This is not the, the spelling bee part of the interview. The spelling bee is where they ask you a question and you just crank out the answer instantly and show how smart you are. This is the emotional intelligence part of the interview where they ask you, so why do you really want to do this? Why would you want to stop being a consultant and make all that money and come on to full-time staff? Well, you know, the fact is it's time for me to settle down. I've got family. Uh, I've got responsibilities, and you know, I've decided that joining an organization where I can put down roots and become a contributor to that firm makes a lot more sense for me than being a contractor. And you have to just look at them in the eye as you say that. You can't speak quickly and nervously. You can't speak in a way that suggests you're being insincere. You know, you know what, what I'm looking for is an organization where I can put the... It's not as believable as when you sound sincere. So recognize the difference in, in, in your cadence. You know, note your normal speaking voice. Slow down and you know, answer the question directly. So that's today's show. I hope you found it helpful. And if you did, here are a few more ways to get more from me. 
First of all, at my website, which is TheBigGameHunter.us, I have more than 7,000 blog posts there that you can watch, listen to, or read that will help you find your next job. While there, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching from me, you can schedule a session, either a discovery call or a coaching session with me by using the button on the homepage that says schedule. You'll see a number of different options. If you just want to have a quick chat to see if coaching makes sense, use the discovery call option. If you want the best of my advice with an emphasis on interviewing, go to JobSearchCoachingHQ.com where I've curated information with a focus on interviewing. If you decide to take a lifetime membership at the site, basically what I do is I give you the money back in the form of one hour of coaching with me that you can use as two 30-minute sessions. Thus, the site becomes free. You can also hire me for a resume or LinkedIn profile critique, trusted advisor services, help with a salary negotiation, and much, much more at my website. Like you, I don't work for free. I do charge for what I do. You can also take my classes on Skillshare and become a premium member using the link in the show notes and receive two months for free instead of just the one that the site offers. Skillshare offers thousands and thousands of courses, not just simply mine, but on a host of different subjects that can help you in many different ways. Lastly, join my group on Facebook, which is called Career Angles. It's free to the first 250 members who join and is focused on helping you do better at work. Information is shared daily, and we're attempting to build a supportive group there. Ask to join. I'm not letting recruiters in, so it's a safe place, and you won't get harassed. And I'll be back tomorrow with more, and in the meantime, I hope you have a great day. Be great!